You're listening to She Starts Up Season 2. Today, I'll be talking about one of my favorite parts about being a SaaS product entrepreneur, the product launch. From building anticipation tips and concrete steps to take, you'll be able to successfully launch anything. Let's start up. You're listening to She Starts Up, a podcast for ambitious businesswomen and modern working moms to learn strategies for starting their venture and family at the same time. Tech CEO and working mom Janine Sickmeyer will take you on a journey from building a business to surviving motherhood with four under four. Each week, Janine shares tips and interviews successful women to hear their journey so you can find balance and confidence to turn your startup ideas into reality. Here's your host, Janine Sickmeyer. Let's start up. We just recently launched our iOS app, and with all the mock-ups and testing and development work, we were thrilled to finally push the button to release it to the world. But I'll let you in on a little secret. It was a little underwhelming, to be honest. You worked so hard to lead up to this big launch, and even though you and your team are over the moon happy that it's finally out there for all the world to see, it's a little lackluster. Where are all the fireworks? The confetti bomb? Uh, Someone could at least make a cake, right? Well, I'm here to tell you that you're awesome. Way to go. Good job on launching that thing. Now let's talk about how you enter the market the right way with a well-planned and exciting launch strategy. Whatever it is you are launching, a new product, a round of new features, or even an entirely new business, the launch campaign should not slip through the cracks. And now there are more resources and examples available for you to learn from. So let's get started. The very first step you should take for a successful launch is to create a landing page so people can learn about your product. The best way to convert leads and create excitement is with a landing page. Landing pages are so critical because it allows you to capture information about website visitors. With this information, you can learn more about your target market and easily generate leads. In addition to finding potential new clients and users, Landing pages are a perfect way to share your value prop and other marketing offerings. So you might be thinking like, how do I even create a landing page? I can't code. I know nothing about web design. Well, lucky for you, there's a lot of tools out there right now. I would suggest first looking at Instapage. This service allows you to create a live web page personalized to your business with an easy to use editor and no code tools. Instapage allows you to create multiple versions of your landing page so you can conduct A-B testing and even gives you a ton of other figures and data so that you can determine what will result in more clicks and conversions. So here's what you need on your landing page. One, a concise headline that sums up what you're offering. Two, brief copy that's broken down into bullet points and sections so visitors can best understand the benefits. Three, Keywords for better SEO. Four, contact form to sign up for updates on the release or join the wait list. Five, images. You have to have product images so that they can see what it is you're building. Make sure your landing page includes valuable content that briefly explains your product and creates fear of missing out. You want to build FOMO. That's the point. Now let's get into tools that help you focus on your launch efforts. 
Okay, from start to launch, there's a product called Product Plan. It's this all-in-one tool that you need the most right now. Not only does it help you plan your product roadmap, but it also offers a specific template for a product launch plan. The plan is perfect for releasing a new product feature or business because it gives you a timeline view of your entire launch campaign with milestones, specific responsibilities for each department. Social media is one of the most effective, not to mention the easiest ways to get your name out there. With hashtags, eye-catching, and valuable content, and staying on top of your accounts, you can build a pretty large following. Apps like Buffer allow you to queue up a ton of your posts ahead of time so you don't have to manually post all the time. And there are social schedulers, which include analytics and can help you determine what content is the best and that you're getting the most exposure from. You can also see what are the best times to post, the best hashtags to use, and more. And there's another social media tool that I love um, for Instagram. It's called Preview. And that helps you determine the arrangement of your posts in your Instagram feed and also helps you craft a cohesive brand image. So you can add a bunch of um, hashtags to that and can allow you to schedule your posts as well. Next, you need to make sure you have a press kit ready for the media for launch day. Some things to put in your press kit include a founder bio, headshot, high-res images of your team, your products, and more. Um, company background, milestones, logos, case studies. That's just some of the information. I actually have a press kit on my website. Um, it's like a press kit um, template that you can use and like plug in all your, um, your own information. So finally, you need to get potential customers and the media talking about your product by building suspense. Again, FOMO. Um, you want people to feel like if they're not on the wait list, that they're going to miss out on this great opportunity. Um, there's a couple brands that did it really well. Um, Robin hood app is one where they built this like excitement and, um, around just signing up uh, superhuman is another, and they make you feel like if you're not on that wait list, then, you know, who are you? So, um, you need to think of ways to kind of, you know, build that excitement, even if it's something, um, a little bit less exciting, like bankruptcy applications. So, um, before you start spreading the word, create that press kit. I think the best press kits give reporters everything they need to know about writing your product or business. So then that way, when you're sending out your um, press pitches to reporters or, um, or news outlets, they have everything they need so they can just create those stories um, when they're ready. So you'll want to make sure that you have um, your mission statement in your story, um, in your press kit all the team members and make sure that you have, um, product images so that they aren't searching around the internet for that. Now that you built your press kit, you're ready to start contacting reporters and sharing news about your new product. So you need to build relationships with the most influential bloggers and reporters in the industry, instead of just spent sending spam, like emails. Follow your favorite PR professionals on Twitter and see what they're talking about. And if they're in your industry and you mention other products like yours, um, first just try reaching out to them by commenting on their recent articles or asking for advice. And once you've established a relationship with a reporter, mention your upcoming launch 
and propose a unique angle that isn't just explaining your company. Give the reporters the story. When you ask them to write that story, make it easy for them. Include a few main points and any reference or relevance um, that might help them writing your piece. So you don't have to leave the PR to the reporters and the media outlets. You can do it yourself, too, by creating social media accounts to create the excitement and anticipation for your release. A few ways that you can do that are by posting relevant content that provide value to your target audience. You can include tips, quotes, teasers, or just like fun content um, that your audience would like. You should probably be using popular industry hashtags as well on Twitter, Instagram, and um, anywhere. And I think LinkedIn too does um, hashtags. But you should also be following and interacting with people in the industry so that you can start getting your name out there. Once launch day is right around the corner, you need to make sure that you prepare your marketing blast. So before the big launch, it's important to line up a variety of marketing collateral so that no one will miss out. In everything you do or post, you should always include a call to action and your company name. You would not believe how many posts are out there where it's a it's an ad and you have no idea who it's even for. Um, you need to make sure that you put your company name or logo on all of your ads, all of your marketing collateral so that everything that your audience sees is tied to your company's logo or name. With your call to action, make sure you use words that encourage potential customers to take action. Buy the product, sign up, join the wait list. You need to be clear because if you have some mystery terminology that they don't understand, they're probably not going to click the link or the button. So after you have all your marketing collateral ready to go, you need to either, if it's a product release, um, we always do release notes. And I think that's really a a good way to kind of throw everything together so that um, we can like have this master guide or graphic that gives all of the details about the release. Um, if it's a product release or a new feature release or an iOS app or, you know, even building a new company, I mean, I would create some like graphics because people want to look and just see something like, you know, an eye catching image where they can just like quickly look and see bullet points and a headline and some images. And, um, I, you can use Canva to do this. They have a lot of templates already out there. Um, just look for like cell sheets or, um, you know, some graphic that maybe like an infographic. Um, if you're, if you're trying to, um, launch something that explains how many people use it or what the market looks like, um, the opportunity that exists, Uh, a lot of people will quickly look at that. That's something that you could throw up on Facebook or LinkedIn. And those are, those are good uses of those platforms. So one of the best ways to get the word out there is by sending a released email, all of the leads and emails that you gathered from your landing page. And if you have any other leads, um, from anywhere else, you need to put them all together and send out your launch email. 
I send out, um, we send out quarterly releases to all of our customers, but anytime that we have like a new product feature launch, we also send out emails through MailChimp. Um, we use MailChimp because we really like that you can design them and we use them for, uh, newsletters and anything that we want to kind of add photos and, um, buttons and videos too, because it's just, it's a lot easier. Um, it's like Canva as well, where it kind of, it's no code tools that allow anyone to be able to use those. So now you need to overpost on social media. Um, when trying to break into the market, you can never post too much on social media and you need to use every outlet there is. Um, with your new favorite scheduling tool, Buffer, it's now easy to queue up your posts and arrange the order to your liking. And then the days leading up to the release, you need to start posting like teasers so that you can spark interest and use taglines like it's coming or get ready. Um, and then you can create stunning social media posts with Canva. So they have like thousands of templates for any kind of social media platform. So you can wow your audience with like, all these templates in a matter of seconds. You can also use threads on Twitter to share about all the different features that your product or business has to offer. So I've seen some brands use it in a really interesting way um, where they might just share their whole story about um, how they got started and why, or, you know, what their mission is and break it down into a series of tweets. And I think it's really cool because people can pluck out the, the tweets that they like from the thread and favorite, or, you know, um, retweet them. And it doesn't have to be like jamming all of it into one, um, post. So, Think about different ways that you can tell your story. I think just humanizing the brand, putting um, a lot of like personality into what it is that you're you're launching and that what you're selling um, goes a long way. I love that with Instagram stories, you can tell your story um, the way that you want it played out, and it can be very like organic and natural. Um, you can just simply talk to the audience about what it is you're building, what you're launching, and then throw it in a highlight on your page. And then that way it's always accessible even as you grow. So you may only have like three views or something, um, which is okay because as you continue to grow your brand, people will come to your page and go to that highlights reel and see, you know, Oh, that's so cool. That's how they launched their company or the day that they launched it or whatever. And again, that's, that's part of the, the suspense and the anticipation and people wanting to be a part of your story. Um, I can't tell you how many times people have said like, Oh, I've known you since the beginning or, Oh yeah. I remember when you were first starting and it just, it allows your, not just your audience, but you know, your friends and peers, um, to, to be part of that story. So give them a chance. I mean, tell the story about why you're starting this company or why you're launching this product, put your face on there and talk to people, be human and not just a logo. So there's a lot that you can do with LinkedIn as you start to form this product launch strategy. I would suggest that you reach out to a lot of your customers, your like potential customers, um, anyone in the industry that, you know, maybe even competitors. And, um, if you're friendly with them and just 
let these people know about this new launch. Um, it could be about, you know, the, the product or the business, um, or maybe how they can help you. Do they have any connections? Make them feel like, you know, they're helping you because that's what people want ultimately is like to be, like I said, part of your story. They also want to help. Um, and if, if they're like a dot connector, they're going to want to be like, Ooh, this new product's launching. And I know this person that's in this industry, even if they have no part of that industry. So it's really interesting. Um, once you get it out there, you'll be surprised how many people start reaching out to you saying, Hey, I have a friend that, you know, may be able to help you and take, take the meeting, like take the email, you know, the intro, why not? you're just starting out. I think that, um, the more connections and networking you can get the better. So take time to, to build your audience through LinkedIn as well. Um, it's, it's a whole group of people who are looking for, you know, business connections and it may be overrated in some, in some ways. Um, but I, I find a lot of opportunity on LinkedIn for, um, business professionals to really see what the company is working on and whether it's just like a feature release or if it's an actual product release, um, people are genuinely excited for you and they, you, you'll see like your old boss, um, give you a thumbs up or something. And you know, there's like, it's an interesting way for, uh, business professionals to kind of get an idea of, um, what you're working on. So I think it's a great place to, to go for these kind of things. Um, when it comes to launching a product or a feature release and using Facebook as an outlet, I would think about being a lot more personal. Facebook allows you to tell a longer story and they have like the ability to do this long form content. And even though Facebook is usually used by like, you know, your mom and, uh, your great aunt Sally, um, that's a good way though, to, to tell your story and get it out there so that, you know, your mom and granddad Sally can see what you're up to. Um, and they don't have to ask you every holiday. Um, also once you start to build an audience on Facebook, you can also start using that, uh, message and that audience and start sending ads through Facebook, um, based on, you know, all of that information. So, I love Facebook ads for my business and it's interesting because again, it's a bankruptcy software application and it's like how many people really want to click on that when they're on their Facebook page. Um, I know I don't really click on, uh, software ads when I'm on my Facebook page. I'm usually just there to, um, see what, you know, my nieces are up to or take, you know, share pictures of my children. Um, so the family can see it's really just more like family book for me, but, I still get those ads. And so it's just a matter of like seeing them, um, and going, Oh yeah, I remember I looked up loom the other day so that we can use a new tool for video conferencing or, um, you know, and then it's just that brand recognition and always seeing, um, the same logo or that same, um, you know, image of the software on a computer. It's a good way for people to see your brand and, keep you at top of mind when they're thinking about what product they want, they need to buy for their business. So I think I've covered a lot of the, um, important social media platforms that are out right now for business. I know there's a lot more. Um, and you know, I'm just kind of talking about the ones that we use at next chapter, but now that you are like 
you have it all queued up and you know what to post on each um, platform, now you need to start pushing it out there and following up with leads and continuing to improve your product so that you can like, you know, keep coming out with releases and spark conversations with your potential users. Um, there's also sites like product hunt and beta lists that can help you get the word out. So you'll want to make sure that you're pretty good and you know, you're out of your beta by then, um, because it could actually, spur like a lot of signups. Um, but when you're ready to fully launch, I would get your site up on uh, product hunt and give it its own landing page as well. So that all the hunters can have like a, you know, a discount code or whatever, um, to your product and don't like let it expire. I mean, keep that up for a while because sometimes with product hunt, you will, go to a product and then it'll be, you know, several months later or even a year later and you discover it, um, you know, and, and go to that page. And sometimes it's like expired. So I, just keep it up because then you're able to like see who's coming from that and, um, be able to give them a discount as well from finding you there. So now that you have your launch strategy ready to go, don't forget referrals. I think this is really important. Um, and this is one step that a lot of people forget. Um, but you know, if you already have some users or customers, some people that are signing up when you, um, send them that initial email and you say, Hey, thanks for signing up. Also include, Hey, forward this to two friends that you think would benefit and you will get X percent off of your first month. Um, just give, a little incentive and allow them to start talking about your product. I mean, so many businesses miss out on this great opportunity for word of mouth and referrals. Um, when, you know, you're initially building that audience, you could even say that, send them a message back with like a, a video, you know, that says, thanks for signing up for our product. I'm so excited to launch this with you. And I would be so grateful if you could share this with two of your closest friends who might find, you know, my content valuable or this product useful for their business. Um, just find ways to get the word out even, even wider and make sure that when you're building this launch strategy, that you're having fun because this is like the best part. Um, when you push that launch button or that, you know, send that email blast out to 15,000 people, um, you might be a little nervous, but you know what? The worst thing that can happen is that somebody says no thanks or they unsubscribe and you don't need them anyway. There's so many more people out there who are excited and willing and ready to use your product. So get the word out there, create FOMO, ask for referrals, and have fun. Thank you so much for joining me. And you can find all of the resources mentioned in this podcast in the show notes on the blog. Make sure to follow my Instagram, Mona Me Janine, and Next Chapter BK if you want to learn a little more about my business. Tell me what you thought of today's podcast on Instagram and Twitter using the hashtag she starts up podcast. See you next time. If you want to use any of the tools or resources I mentioned in this episode, visit the show notes on the blog for links. So subscribe to the podcast. She starts up to stay in the loop and visit the website, monamajanine.com to sign up for my newsletter. Thank you so much for listening. 
Until next time, let's start up.